Uh, welcome to our podcast, Silver Linings. Uh, my name is Adam Cox, and with me is Rex Connor. We started this venture a couple months ago, and uh, we're continuing to uh, talk about things that are, I guess, of interest to other people, and obviously for us. Uh, we started this journey about healing, and uh, with a lot of comments, apparently a lot of you are healing along with us uh, by watching our podcast. So. Thank you for all those great comments and people who are involved uh, with us. Um, our last response that we did last week, um, <laughs> we got a little bit, uh, we got some things off our chest a little bit about um, some of the comments about religion. And a lot of you were thankful that we actually talked about it. So um, with that being said, Rick, um, there are some comments that I think we need to address from that response that we did yeah i'll address just one or two and let, let you address a couple of them first of all thank you for your reactions thank you for your comments um as always we appreciate comments but this one in particular because the way we approached it we didn't know what the reaction was going to be it was overwhelmingly supportive some people not very many took um I wouldn't even say they took exception. Some people disagreed, which which was fine. I have a one or two I want to read and in disagreement, but my first reaction is thank you for your reactions. What I want to clarify is a couple people took not necessarily offense, but they pushed back appropriately saying, well, uh, you can't get away from talking about religion in this case because there's so much religion. We agree completely. Our intent, no matter how we communicated it or how you heard it, our intent was to explain why Adam and I don't engage in religion very much in the podcast. There are a lot of questions about it that we don't engage in, and we um, tried to explain why we don't engage in. We aren't saying that religion shouldn't be a topic in this case. Obviously, there's a lot around religion. We engage in, in fact, I'll, in one of my answers here to one of the comments, I'll engage, not engage, I'll just do an explanation to answer a question. Um, but we are trying to tell you what to say. We are trying to tell you what to think around the case. You can or, what to, or what to ask us. You can ask us anything. When you, we, we mentioned this in the, in the uh, response that you may not get the answer that you want, but you can ask anything you want. Yeah, and, and we don't answer all questions, but we certainly um, consider all the ones that we read. Again, the easiest way to get to us is um, to comment, put your comments in on YouTube. We try to get to the other sources, too. Um, on Facebook, and especially our email. Currently, it's still Tiny and JJ's Silver Linings at gmail.com. Um, but let me address just uh, one question that shows, yeah, we'll talk about religious topics. We won't engage and go back and forth. We won't try to defend or advance our, church, our particular church that we go to. But one person said, given the topic of this podcast, this is from Kim Disney, I do have two questions for you. In one of the early podcasts, is mentioned that right around the time, or maybe a little before Lori met Chad, she was going to the temple more and more. 
for those of us who are Mormons, can you briefly explain what going to the temple means? Yes, I'll, I'll try to explain that one. Temples, according to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, are a more special place than a regular meeting house, and you do more sacred work there. You do work for our deceased ancestors. You do baptisms for the dead there. You do other, um, what we call ordinances, our marriages or sealings, which was another question someone asked. You can kind of interchange those words, but sealings, we believe, are done that are effective after this life in addition to this life. So you're doing more sacred things. Temples are not open on Sunday, interestingly enough, um, or Monday. And so temples are for higher worship. You can go there and go through some of the ceremonies and just contemplate and uh, spend a little time there. The second question, some say your religion is Mormon, others say it's LDS. I understand LDS stands for Latter-day Saints, but is that different from being Mormon? Both LDS and Mormon are nicknames. Our current head of the church, who we revere as a prophet, I know not everyone agrees with that, I'm just answering the question here, Right, has asked us to stress the fact that the church is named the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, because we do revere and worship Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And so um, the term Mormon is a nickname for the church that we accepted for a long time until the current president said, hey, let's put the emphasis back on Jesus Christ. We don't worship Mormon. Mormon was a prophet in the Book of Mormon, which we regard as sacred scripture. Okay, but that's—so— People took the name originally, um, used, tried to use the name against us, and we adopted it back in the 1800s. So it'd be called Mormon since then. Now the church is trying to say, hey, we aren't Mormons. We aren't LDS. We are members of the Church of Jesus Christ. But other than that, if you're outside of the church or you're inside the church and haven't made that transition, like sometimes Adam and I, we're LDS or we're Mormons. It's all those are all nicknames for the church. So I hope that helps helps uh, Kim Disney and anyone else that have that question. Adam, do you want to take one or two? Sure. Uh, I remember I was uh, explaining that Rex and I do not care what religion you are. We're not trying to convert anybody to our religion. We accept you know whatever your beliefs are. I think that's fantastic. Rex did a great job of explaining um, about. Your religion is between you and God or you and whoever that you worship. Um, and so with that being said, I was talking about, I don't care if you're Catholic or you're atheist or whatever. And a lot of you thought that I said that I was atheist. And um, that is not the case. So just to clear that up, um, you might have misunderstood it or took it different as I was explaining it or saying it. But... Um, yeah, so that's one thing I want to clear up. I am not atheist. I do believe in God. Um, another thing is we got some comments from people who are, uh, one was, I guess, from a distant cousin of Jeffrey Dahmer. And uh, she had a, something to say about our situation and kind of understands, you know, when you come from a family where you're not expecting a family member or family members to do some heinous things, um, how to deal with it. And so 
uh, I wanted to give a shout out to to that person who made a comment about that, understanding it. And then somebody else made a comment about, um, I have a, I don't want to compare my situation to your situation, but she said, I have a difficult situation and your podcast has helped me so much deal with it. I think it's because Rex and I are open to talk about it. We talk about our feelings. A lot of you said from the beginning podcast till now, you've seen a lot of healing between me and Rex by just doing this podcast. And a lot of you have joined that journey and have healed by just listening to us talk or being commenting on some of the things that we're being honest and open about. So I do appreciate those comments and don't ever feel like I don't want to compare my situation to your situation. We all have our own situations in life, physical problems, mental problems, uh, financial problems, whatever. We all experience those things. And so I don't really want to put anybody on one judge or, or you have it worse. Or This is just a way for us to cope with whatever we do have and, and try to be better people and try to you know move forward instead of staying stagnant because that can lead to depression and all the other things that we've talked about on this podcast. And we are so grateful for your openness. We're, we're grateful for what this has evolved into. We didn't anticipate it when we started. We're looking for healing, thought other people might be helped, but it's evolved into a very supportive um, group where we can talk about these things. We can be open about what's going on with our lives and um, get some healing, get some reinforcement from you. You give each other reinforcement. You give us a ton of reinforcement and approval. We're so grateful for that. We, you know, we have some other comments we can get to, Adam, but I'm excited about the our uh, title for this for this one. Tell us more about our wild speculations for the next 20 minutes. Well, going back, going back to uh, your comments on our 12 or 13 or 14 podcasts, whatever we've done, a lot of you have commented about, are you or is somebody in your family going to go visit Lori and Jill? And if you do go visit Lori and Jill, what are you going to ask her? What are you going to say to her? How's that conversation going to go? And it's not just one or two comments. That is a common thing with people who are curious about that whole situation because yes, Lori is my sister. Yes, we were super close before all the chaos started. Um, a lot of you believe that Lori has always been like this and it's my testimony of growing up with her. I didn't see any of this growing up or even as an adult uh, until she started going down this path. So. Um, everybody can have your own opinion, and I'm I'm okay with whatever you feel or whatever you think uh, Lori is or Lori was. But now, who is Lori? Um, and, you know, a lot of us don't recognize the Lori that we used to know. So with that being said, I think we're going to speculate and, and talk to you because a lot of it, I would love to turn the question over because I pondered this, Rex, for several nights if I get a chance to go see Lori, so say she is coming to Arizona for a, a trial. Say she does make it here and she's here. I don't think I'll be able to see her while she's here. But maybe later, uh, wherever she ends up in prison here or Idaho or wherever it is for her 20 life sentences that she's going to receive, um, will I ever go visit her? And if I do visit her, what would I say to her? And I've been thinking about that a lot. 
Um, and I and I would love to find out from you as well. What would you ask her? What what would you expect her to tell you? Um, and would you be satisfied with the answer that she would give you? Would it make you mad to sit in front of her and listen to what she had to say to you when you ask her a question? Like all these things have been going through my mind. Um, so we are going to get into that a little bit. Can I, can I suggest kind of some ground rules for this? Yeah. We, don't, we don't have rules. And uh, reminds me of a clip from Butch Cassidy. We'll do that one later. But we don't really have rules. I do, there. I do love that movie, yes. You know what that clip is, too. Yeah. But let's, um, some, some people don't think Lori's in a delusion. Some people do. Some of us aren't sure what delusion is and all that. Let's just say it the way we think it without trying to throw in terms. Even if you know what the term means, and we have some people that have, are well-versed in the psychology and the terms, et cetera. But let's not do that because we those of us that aren't well-versed may use them wrongly and that distracts from the message here. So let's just call it like it is. If you call it, say she's in a delusion, that doesn't mean we're psychologists and we, and we understand it the same way. Let's just say she is whacked out, okay, or something like that. And let's um, speculate, let's speculate wildly because, you know, I, I went with one of the diagnoses she received and there's something about delusion disorder. And so I said that and people are correcting me. I don't want to get it. There's no reason to debate what the title means. So I anticipate if we get the chance to see her, and I'm not, the first time I answered this question, I said, I don't think it serves any purpose. And I'm not sure it would, but I'm not opposed to going and talking to her. I've always loved Lolo, and and um, I vis visit uh, family members. I have extended family members in jail. I don't mind visiting them. I'm an extended relative that's in for 30 years to life. We visit, visit him on occasion. So I'm not uncomfortable doing it. I wouldn't be uncomfortable visiting Lori, um, but my expectations would be very low. Um, I don't feel like she's lost in a make-believe world, and I think her comments at the sentencing told me that. Because if she was lost in that make-believe world, she would have been busting out with all the terminology and the same stories she had about zombies. And they killed the people so their spirits would progress on beyond limbo and all that. Not a word of that. She, I think she addressed the situation very aware, very with it. So if I were talking to her in jail, I might ask something like, okay, Lori, you said there were... There were no murders that happened. What? And you gave some explanations about accidental death, side death from side effects, suicide. Tell me more about that and see if she would answer. I don't expect she would give me anything that would satisfy me because those answers themselves wouldn't satisfy me. What do you think about that one, Adam? Well, if she, so if she does answer that and she gives you... Well, Cammy, you know, took this and uh, or somebody committed suicide. If she gave me whatever answer she's going to give you, you know, it's BS, right? So then 
do you then get mad at her and try to back her to court and say, well, that did not happen. And here's the proof that it didn't happen. And here's what we, you know, we know from court, all the things. Then once you back her in a corner, then I want to see what she comes out and says after that. Because once you put proof in front of somebody, there's no go. There's not, they can't say, well, that didn't happen because here's the proof that it did. Does she have another story that she goes a completely different direction? Or did she stay on to, well, this is what I'm telling you to happen? Yeah, I believe the latter. I think she would stick with, no, those are all lies that they told you in court. They made that up. They fabricated the evidence. I think she would go down that path myself. Yeah. Well, I was thinking too, like when I would, if people were asking me, like, what would you ask Lori? That what you just said is a good question. But I think mine would even go before that. I would be like, um, Lori, when you started saying that um, the end of the world was going to happen on this day, and then it never happened on this day, and then you got called out on it, and then you said, well, it's not this day, it's in this day coming up, it's around this time, you just kept on you know, not sticking to your word. When you start going down that road, I would ask her questions like, um, when and how did you think that your kids were zombies? Like, how did that come about? And what what made you believe that? Like, what evidence did you have that you believed Chad's chart of dark spirits, light spirits, and zombies? And then the question would be, why did you get involved with Chad? <laughs> it's like, huh? How I had like, how did we like a lot of us are like, well, how did that happen? So, I, I mean, I do have questions, and I think those would be like right off the bat, those questions would, would be my questions to her. I like it. Hey, Adam, let's do something just so people know this is not scripted. We did not sit down and say, okay, let's ask this and do this. Let's try something different. Let's role play this a little bit. How about it? I'll take, I'll take your question and ask you. You be Lori how you might expect her to answer. Shall we try that? See if it, see what it does? And see where where I think that her brain would take yeah. us. Yeah. All right. Okay. Go ahead. Fire, fire. Oh, hold on. By the way, I got a, a very short haircut today, so I need to put a wig. I got to put a wig on. I don't have a blonde wig, so I don't have the Lori. Okay, back and roll. Back and roll. Okay, back. Sorry. Sorry. Um, wait, now your first question was, okay, so Lori, um, when you predicted the end of the world, you're concerned about um, the last days when you and Chad projected when the end of the world would be, and it came and went and didn't happen what was your reaction to that? Why would how would you explain that? Well, the people weren't ready at that point. Um, you know, we the Lord will come at his own time, but and he told us that that wouldn't be the time that he was coming. But apparently the people weren't ready. They were too wicked. So we're trying to get people, you know, to, you know, get your lives in order so the Lord can come. But aren't people supposed to get more and more wicked preceding the second coming? Well, yes, but we have to gather the 144,000, and those people weren't ready. So we're, we thought that they would be ready by then, and they're just not ready right now. Okay, so um, 
No, am I doing a good job or a terrible job as a lawyer? I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Well, let's move on to the the second question. So, Lolo Chad, really, what attracted you physically, sexually to Chad? Well, Chad is a uh, spiritual being. Um, he's um, above the prophets. Um, he's right up there with Jesus when it comes to uh, reality. I mean, in, in reality. So um, I looked up to him. He's, he told me that we were married in several different lives before this. And so why wouldn't I marry him now? Didn't he tell several women that? I don't know about any of the other women. He's only told that I know. He's told me that. But yes, I'm sure he was married to several women. I think that's how it is in the in the next life. Okay. So, so Julie Rowe and, yeah. and um, Gib, Melanie Gibb, y'all were just kind of a sister wives. I, I guess. I, I, how, I don't know how people would think like this, but if, I, if Lori would say something like that, I mean— I don't know why, how she can get to that point, but I, I, I think that she, maybe she got convinced. I'm not sure. Okay, let's reiterate. This is wild speculation. You we don't, don't have any clue what Lori would say. We're just, we're just speculating, as you do too, because you ask all these questions of us. Yeah. Do you think Lori this and Lori that? And you, and you talk about these questions, so we're, we're speculating with with you and seeing we're just trying to make some sense of all of it do you want to switch roles adam and ask me is there anything you want to ask that and i'll say and um, i'll going to be in that where i have my delusion available but i'm going to jump out of it and move wherever i can to make the situation advantageous so laurie um at what point were you convinced that charles was a guy named Ned, and that Charles actually died, and a zombie spirit named Ned got inside Charles's body. And you even said that Charles was shorter. He was short, the same height, and physically, this made him shorter. Um, what what evidence did you have of that, or was it just Chad telling you that? As soon as Chad told me, I knew. Because, you know, we're, we're connected. And so the knowledge just, was just natural to me. And he was a different person. He acted differently. He talked differently. He was actually shorter. Okay, I could tell him there are other features that are just smaller. I could tell. And so I knew right away. See, I could do that in this this is the problem that I would have in jail asking Lori questions because the answers that she, I think that she would give would either make me very upset or just not want to ask her anymore, just want to walk out of the room. I, the problem with going, and maybe people that have loved ones in jail that maybe have gone awry or whatever the case may be. Have you ever gone to jail and talked to them and were more frustrated by going to see them than you wouldn't be by just not asking them anything? That's another that's another question I would have. You know, we have some some guests coming up. Interesting you should talk about this. I was in Salt Lake City a few days ago 
and met with people at the other side village. This is something, Adam, I want to share with our listeners. These are people that have spent jail time and now are hosting a program to help people transition out of jail. And they were talking to me about their stories and what they said about how they would lie about what they had been doing to not take responsibility. I said, right away, people need to hear this from them because it's exactly, I think, what Lori would do. So I don't think we would get a straight answer from Lori about anything we ask in this light. Okay, I think she's going to tell whatever she feels like telling in the situation. Mm -hmm. um, and unless you want to believe it bad enough, like we speculated Alex did, we think Alex would do her bidding just because he wanted to believe what they were telling him so much. Unless you're in that category, it's just going to sound like a bunch of garbage. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like with Lori, um, you know, she lied to my mom and told my mom a bunch of different stuff and then lied to Summer and told Summer a bunch of different stuff. And those two things never collided. Like, my mom and Summer didn't even know the same things until after all this stuff happened. And then they started comparing notes on why Lori lied to Summer about certain things and lied to my mom about certain things. So they would both, um, you know, believe her and what she was doing. But I felt like, you know, with all of these lies, like she would have to lie about a lie that she made about a lie. Like the lies had to just stack up. And I, to, to be honest, I just don't know how she could keep up with all the things that she said, because then when somebody would call her out on something that she would say that was a lie, she was like, I never said that, or that, you know, or change the subject or something like that. So I don't know. I would ask her about, I would ask her about certain things about that as well. Um, uh, but for me, the most thing is, it, the biggest question would be about Tylee and JJ. Um, because, you know, if you love your kid, and I don't care what religion or if God, if God came to me and said, you have to kill your son, I couldn't do it. And so I don't know what would happen to me, but I know I couldn't do that. I just, I wouldn't be able to do it. So I... I for her to, you know, her and Chad to, you know, do that whole situation where, well, the kids are zombies that they need to die or like, how do you get to that point of thinking like that? Like what I, that, that to me is just uh, uh, one of those things I just can't even fathom. Yeah, me neither. And we're going to have to speculate on that another time. We got about three minutes left. Let's talk about the follow-up to this. Because we're doing this on this podcast, so next Tuesday, I'm not sure what that date that is, if you want to figure it out real quick, Adam. Next Tuesday, we're going to do a live broadcast in which we want to entertain your wild speculations on this same subject. And we'll try our best. Obviously, we aren't that good at it. You just witnessed that. But we'll try our best to... Um, put ourselves in that position and say, here's what you may or may not hear. And you can do that too in the comments in the line. Um, so same topic, we're going to do this at 6 p.m. Central Time next Tuesday, the 
27th. I'm thinking that's the right date. See if I'm right. Okay. Tuesday the 27th. You know, that's like my math. Right. I think it's the 26th. Okay. okay. Well, whatever Tuesday is next week, we will follow up with the live doing this now. Watch for a quick response, just an announcement, because things are hectic for us. I'm in a different state doing my day job. Adam is in a different room there. Um, Sean has had COVID. We aren't able, we aren't in the studio or even using the studio night. We haven't confirmed that live with Sean. We still need moderators. I know at least three of you have volunteered. Would you let us know again if you want to moderate next Tuesday at 6 Central? We haven't found a permanent moderator yet. But no. we to make that happen. We want to keep this going if it's of benefit to you, if it's of interest to you. And there's a there's a lot more coming up. We won't, as one person suggested, we won't just tell you all of our plans coming up. But I did love one slip tonight. Uh, we would like to have the people that run the far side, the far side, the other side academy on the show so you can hear from them. It was just a beautiful, beautiful experience. Yeah, for well, I'm very I'm very interested in that. I would love to have them part of the show to learn to learn about that. Yeah, and for those of you that have had relatives in prison, family members in prison, it's so insightful. So we'll look forward to that. So next Tuesday, whatever date that is, the 26th, 26th, 26th. No, watch for an announcement. If we have to change it, we'll put up an announcement and tell you. Last word, Adam. Um, I'm not a, uh, well, somebody said I was a professional pickleball player, which I do play in the pro league, but I'm actually an instructor, but they call it the head pickleball pro. So that's, that's what I'm doing now in Arizona. That's what he's doing to make a liver. Yeah. He, he plays any level he, he uh, feels is challenging. He's pretty good. Watch there. Can, can knock there. Oh, came to one of my matches. I like that. Yeah. All right. We will uh, see y'all on Tuesday. Thanks for being with us.